K's, two A's in America. Three K's, two A's, America. Three K's, two A's in America. Damn, I feel amazing. Damn, damn, we got up on mine. Hey, what's up? Welcome back to another edition of Black on Both Sides. I am one half of Black on Both Sides. It's your boy, King Kunta. And the other half of Black on Both Sides is Mr. Be Honest. I was going to ask, where, were you the black half? Be Honest, if we black on both sides, <laughs> that would be... You know, that would be a little bit misleading if, if only okay. one side was, in fact, black. I'm okay, just, so my side is black, too. I was just making sure, you know, sometimes like I look in the mirror sometimes, like, oh, black, black. Got you. Black on both sides. Where right. nothing is you black know, and white. Thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> well, nothing is black and white. True. Right. Uh, before we get into it, because there are some things, I, you know, I, I, that I really think are pressing. But first and foremost, be honest, won't he do it? Sometimes he does it, but I don't know if it's him or if it's just coincidence. No, it, this is nothing but God's doing, and it's marvelous in our eyes. At some point, I believe in another 30 minutes after this show is done, we're going to be blessed. Lazarus has, Lazarus has, has come out of the tomb. Aubrey, Drizzy, <laughs> Aubrey Graham will be coming out with Scorpion. It's got an A side and a B side. I'm looking at the track list right now. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We got 25 bangers. Too many songs. Yeah, it's a bit too much. It's the whole, too the much. whole A side, B side. What are you doing, dude? I guess he's trying. You know what? I don't know. This is very weird, uh, particularly, partic- in particular, given that we know that Drake was, you know, ICU. You know, just trying to make it, but he's, you know, he's, you know, thanks to Jay Prince intervening. Right. Uh, you know, he he's back. So you don't think I'm there'll lo- be any disc record on there? I'm looking right now. Now, I do see on the A side, he's got God's plan, which we knew. Right. I do see I'm Upset, which that's is not, supposed to be that's a disc track, but it's not direct. That's not a disc record. But, okay, so what I'm seeing, though, is... It's very it, okay. All eyes on nice me. Nice for what is on there, by the way. All on me was A side, B side. Hmm. Any correlation, maybe? No, I can't see it. I don't see any features, by the way. But maybe they're just not listed. I've been seeing a lot of people not putting features on albums, especially in this Kanye, this month of Kanye. They weren't adding any features to their song, unless it was Kanye, of course. His his features always said featuring Kanye, but yeah. all the other people they didn't even mention their names on the credits. Yeah, but the thing with Kanye, though, you know, he kept, you know, seven, seven joints, seven, seven, seven. Oh, by the way. Did you hear the, did you listen to the new Tiana Taylor? Yeah, I listened to it. I liked it. What did you think? Um, I, I wanted more. I wanted more. It's not awful, but I wanted more. Well, seven songs, man. I mean, hey, hers is what Kanye was going to give her. Hers is eight. But that last song I worked that thing i don't I, they could have kept that off there actually wtp yeah they could have kept that song well, that's that yeah that i think that song great. is for drag queens and you know what i'm saying um gay clubs and stuff that I, that's that's the only thing i can think of the the only place it would be used a fashion show maybe you know it's funny you say that because i am looking at, at uh aubrey's track listing for scorpion and nice for what is on there right. and you may or may not know this but i'm sure that friend of the show french reginald and jace Smooth. Both know that Nice for What actually features uh, 
Big Frida. So, <laughs> what I did there? I don't. I don't know oh, if it features Big Frida. I mean, I think that's her. That's one of her tracks. Is Big Frida a woman? Sure. Okay. Well, you said her. That's why I asked. <laughs> I think that Big Frida, you know, is gender fluid. Okay. And so I think sometimes she wants to be referred to as a she. Right. And other times, maybe not. So, I'm just going to say he because I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, follow that sentiment. You know, no, no offense, but I just, you know. You don't mean no offense. You, no, you mean offense. No, I don't mean any offense. I just have to, I have to, you know, there has to be a baseline for me. I'm a very. Come on, you want people to be offended. I'm a very baseline guy. I need I need some type of baseline, and you know if you're moving around, I I just I can't see you. I don't know who you are if you're moving around all the time. So, I'm gonna say he until I'm corrected by him or wow. her. That might be. Were you in the Slack room uh, the other day when uh, you member of the Slack, Julie? Uh, she posted that link to the some sort of show. Um, Oh, Some the sort of Queen Supreme show. Did you watch any of that? I she I watched the timestamps that she asked us to watch, and I did too. And I was sad that I did actually. Yeah, I don't know. if Sad's uh, the right word, but I was something. So here's the deal. For those that don't know, so uh, one of the you know one of the people in the Slack room posted this link, and she asked Bianca and myself to check it out at the timestamped mark, and it was some show. Supreme Queens or Queen something or other, I don't know. Long story short, it had two people. One of the individuals looked like a woman. The other individual was clearly not a woman, but a man dressed in drag. And the man proceeded at some point uh, to take his wig off so you know he was a dude. And then he also disclosed something to the effect that he's got four kids while Right. He has four kids, and yet he's still a practicing drag queen, and he's bisexual, and I guess he is gender fluid in the most fluid sense. And yeah, but see, I don't know that he—I don't know that he's a drag queen. I think that he actually considers himself to be a transsexual. And because it said, I think the title said "TS something," and that's the only reason. I'm, that's the only reason I'm saying that. I don't know anything about the guy, what he what he claims to be, but it just. From the the letters TS, I'm thinking that means transsexual. So he was saying that even though he's a transsexual now, he used to be a straight, not a straight dude. I don't, I don't know what he said he was, but he That's used to have sex with said. women. He, he yeah, said he said that he, he does both, right, and has done both, right, and will continue to do both, right. And the interesting thing about it is, you know, I actually do respect. All people's, you know, choices to yeah. be, you know, whatever they want to be. Sure, yeah. Uh, this individual specifically, though, he went on to say he had four or five personalities. And in all honesty, after watching the brief clip that I did, it seemed that this individual um, may have had some, you know, some some other mental issues going on. Right. And so for his sake, her sake, I hope that, you know, you know she gets – he, she gets those mental issues taken care of because, as they said, there are four children. Uh, no, it wasn't four children. It was four babies' mamas. One of those two. In either event, there are children involved, <laughs> so I hope that if he needs help, she needs help, that, you know, whatever they need to do to stabilize, that they do that. Because yeah. at the end of the day, um, children don't ask to be here. <laughs> Not a single child asks to be here, and so I think that sometimes we have to be careful not to put our, our baggage on our kids 
whatever that may be. Children do That's ask what, to be here. What do you mean? What do you mean? You like, asked to be here? Yeah. You know how hard I had to fight to get here? I had to beat out all the you other sperm cells. I did. I had, to, I had to beat out all the other sperm cells. You I had, individually, you personally. Personally. And then I, had to, then I had to make it in that sack of fluid. You know how hard it is to breathe in fluid? Gills or no gills? It's still difficult to breathe in fluid. You know, I, I'm not a strong swimmer because I'm black. Obviously, and you are a strong swimmer. So, that, so I can get it. You know, when I'm swimming, quote unquote, air quotes, I do oftentimes manage to drink a substantial amount of water. So I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's difficult. But I, so I, I did choose to be here. I could have easily just let it all go and follow the light. But I didn't. Sure, man. Whatever, dude. Okay, guys, that is what we're going to call for this episode. Well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's get on the line here. Let's, let's really put ourselves on the line. Okay. Since right now when we're recording, Drake's album is not out yet. By the time you guys are going to hear this, though, Drake's album will have been out three or four days. So, King Kunta, I'm asking you, what do you assume the album is going to be one through five? Give it a, give it a rating right now what you're anticipating. You mean one through five as what I like or one through five as Drake good, versus himself? No, how good the album is going to be. One through five. With five being the best? Sure. I'll give him a solid three and a half. Mm, three and a half. And are you basing that on his, his overall song or the lyrical ability he has? What, is this about the song or the artist? This is about the fact that uh, I've heard... Uh, three of the songs from the track listing already. And I also am familiar, you know, he has a standard. You know, I'm not a huge Aubrey fan. And by by saying I'm not a huge fan, it means I'm a fan of the old Drake, not the new Drake. Um, but he has a certain standard and he, uh, that, that he has upheld. And there are going to be songs on this album that are going to receive heavy radio play. And if you are a weak-minded person, whether you like it or whether you don't, by the time you hear it, 20, 50, 30, 11 times, you're going to start singing it. So I'm, I'm, I'm assuming this album is going to be about like his last two. And so I, 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 I predict commercial success in a non-Kendrick album year, Kendrick Lamar album year. And I, I expect he'll be getting some kind of award from the people that give awards for this crap when it's all said and done. Okay. I'm almost with you, but you said three and a half. I disagree. I think this album is going to be, com- it's going to be sensational as far as uh, Drake fans' songs go. The reason why is this. His last album was not a success, if you ask me. Most Drake fans didn't even like his last album. So I think that in light of that and the fact of this kind of kind of beef that he had for a little while, I think there's absolutely no way Drake is putting out an album that is not sensational. He knows he's got to bring it. His fans know that he has to bring it. The world knows he has to bring it. And I doubt that he's coming out without bringing it. I can see that, but my my concern is that there are too many. There's simply put, there's just too many tracks. There's too many. There's too many. Yeah, there are a lot, but he's gonna have to. He's gonna have to bring it. There's there's no excuses. There's no exceptions this time. Considering that he never fired back on this disc, nobody's gonna let Drake live it down unless this album is sensational. So I'm assuming I'm gonna go on record and say four four and a half. I'm in that. All right. Well, b- well, based on uh, upon further review, I'll bump him up to a four. You know, okay. and that's where I'm going to stand. Uh, again, it's Drake versus Drake, not necessarily Kunta's favorite artist because he's not. Yeah, I don't like Drake uh, at all. I've actually forbidden Drake to be played in, in our car. 
Yeah. So, well, I, I totally agree. You only play Drake when you has the sads and or you're simping. If you don't know what simping <laughs> is, ask your local black person. Um, but what I was going to say was, uh, when was the last time you heard a double album that was good? All the Eyes on time. Me. That's why I brought up All Eyes on Me. That was the last time? I'm thinking, man. It's, you know, double albums had a, have a bad rap. I'm counting Speaker Box and Love Below. I don't count that as a double album. And the reason it why... It is a double album. I know it is, but I don't count it. I count those as two individual albums because they're so very different. And it's not the same artist. And because I'm not like you, an old man shaking his fist at children on the porch, that Race Shrimmered album that was about four months ago was actually a triple album. Who cares? Now, what Race Shrimmered? What? Yeah, it's for the kids. Man, get out of here with that. That's it's what's hot in the streets. So you're so saying I really that was, enjoyed the uh, the the Sway Lee portion of that album, and also the the Shrimmer portion. Uh, the other guy, Slim Jimmy, I, I don't really I don't really believe him. So his <laughs> twelve tracks were whack. So he had twelve. The other guy had twelve. And then they did twelve together. Well, don't don't quote me on that. But it was three sets of tracks. Get out of the here. The first track is for their group Ray Shrimmered. Right. And then after that, it went into Sway Lee's goodness track list. What you know, if you know anything about these guys, and I'm saying this to you this way because I know that you know you kind of hate young artists. I do not hate young like, artists. Kind of. I do. My daughter's a young artist. I don't hate young artists. Yeah, but she's not on. She's not on this same wave as 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 these rappers. I don't hate. <laughs> I don't hate young artists. I, I'm just tired of of mediocrity being considered to be dope. That's all. Well, I I, I like Sway Lee's sound. It's pretty laid back okay. and pretty and chill. He's kind of like a he's a new age uh, Rick James, if you will. Um, uh, as far as Slim Jimmy, it's just regular same old bullshit. I don't believe him. Rick James? You know. uh, I don't know, bro. Rick James was was the man. If you Google a picture of Sway Lee and you see his current ha- hairstyle he's rocking, then you will understand why that... We're talking about looks, got you. Was spot, on, ...was spot on. We're talking about looks. I thought we were talking about musicianship. Because I haven't seen anyone rock that, you know, with the bangs, the right. braids and the bangs. With the bead? He has beads too? I think I saw a bead. Yeah. The braids and the bangs. I haven't seen that since Rick James was called home. Rick James... Speaking is- of... No, hold on. Rick James is arguably up there with Prince as far as musicianship. So that's why I was wondering why you... Rick James. Yeah. Speaking of uh, called home, Joe Jackson. I don't think he went home, bro. Oh, yeah, he did. No, I don't think he went home. <laughs> I think he yeah, went somewhere. Yeah, he went home already. I think he went somewhere else. <laughs> you know, he went right from where he came from. <laughs> from whence he came? From whence he came. He, he opened his eyes and he was back. The fire in that dude's eyes, even at the end. Like I, I haven't seen him recently, but the past few years I saw him. He still looks angry. Like how do you? How are you angry all day? Okay, <laughs> let's do it this way. We, you and I, we didn't discuss this topic in advance, so this ought to be interesting. Okay. I know you love music yeah. more than I do, and I really love music. So, Joe Jackson. If you could have Joe Jackson raise his family different, let's say loving and caring, and we're just going to, for the sake of pretend, say we believe that all the rumors we heard is true and everything we saw in the Jacksons and American Dream about his portrayal was true. 
if we if you could go back in time or if you were God and you could say, I can have Joe Jackson raise his children like a loving father, i.e. like the way you raise your kids and I try to raise mine, do you think that we still get the Jacksons? So let's say you were God and you could go back and fix this or you could make this decision. Would you change anything about how Joe Jackson raised those kids? No way. There's no, no, not even one iota. I mean, I don't know if you remember like the old videos. It was before my time, but I remember seeing those videos of five-year-old Michael. There's no way five-year-old Michael is doing that at that level without a real butthole of a dad coaching him along. There's no way. Five-year-olds don't care. for you to say that? Say again? You don't think that's a bit selfish on you to say that? No, because I, I, do you know what Michael Jackson brought to the world? Like, I needed that. I needed, I needed off the wall. Yeah, but he also did some other things to some kids. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't think anybody's booty hole has been tested, per se. There were, there were some kids who recanted their story as they got a little older and started feeling more guilty. So I'm leaning towards those recants as opposed to the, the ones who were saying that it, this still happened. You know, it, it, it was always very odd to me that people kept letting their kids go over to his house and lay in the bed with the Jesus juice. I don't believe it. I don't know, but I don't believe it. It's just, you know, yes, there were a few people who said it, but there are people who recanted as well. And you can't, you can't just turn away from the, re, the people recanting. Why are they recanting? Okay. And some didn't recant, and, and some children are able to identify his private area with precise detail. Mm, I don't know. I've never seen his private area. I don't, you know, I don't know if they've disclosed all of that. I think that was kind of a rumor joke that comedians it's were telling. It's not a rumor joke. I don't remember I mean, the court documents. Let's, let's say, let me give you this hypothetical. Hypothetically, King Kunta, hypothetically, may be aware of court documents that are sealed in which an accurate depiction was given by an alleged victim. Hypothetically. I'm taking your word for it. Hypothetically, to be the case, would that change anything in your mind? Yeah, if you say so. I'm a, I'm a, I, w- I would take your, your word. I'll let you vouch for that. If, if you All say- I will say is that King Kunta is L.A.-based, and there's a lot of L.A. Jackson family litigation. Right. And so... I will just say the scuttlebutt that I've heard and the goings on and the elbow rubbing and the things that I've come to knowledge of, wherever Joe Jackson woke up, Michael wasn't was was in the vicinity. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Okay. But as far as well, here's another thing. If you assume that Michael Jackson did some of you know, if you assume that he touched one child. Right. I still need off uh, the wall, man. That kid let's just, just gotta... Let's just say that he did that. Yeah. I personally don't believe that pedophilia is something that's caused. I believe pedophilia is a mental disorder that usually is 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 present in the first instance. Right. So let's not just focus on Michael. So all of the Jackson family have had extensive plastic surgery. Right. That can mean something. That could be nothing. Kardashians all have, too. Right. You know, LaToya is a mess. You know, Jermaine looks like a claymation doll. He does. Jermaine Jackson wakes up every day, goes through his process, 
looks into a mirror and says, yes, this is the best me to face the world. Nailed it. You know, Janet still has that firstborn kid, what we don't know about, who right. we, who she still is not claiming. With, was it what, the, one of the DeBarge brothers? Yeah. So all of the music from Michael, Janet, and the Jackson 5. Right. You're saying it's worth this man most likely being or acting in a way with his children that you probably couldn't fathom or would never condone. You would say that that's worth it yep. and what he did. Yep. I'm going to go. I don't know, man. That's tough. I'm going to go that's on tough. record. I'm going to go on record and say if one boy got got messed with, eh, off the wall is a bad album. But look, though, not only off the wall. Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson collectively are probably two of the most important artists of all time. Well, you're half right. What do you mean? Which one is not? Janet? Oh, you know which one it is. The one that can't sing is not in there. No, both of those, both of those people are arguably two of the best artists ever. Get They're, out of here. Janet is like on Madonna level. They are both. Madonna's a superstar too. Madonna is one I of the. I get it, but there's, there's goats. And there's really greats. No, Janet no, no. is a really great. No, no, Michael no, no, no. Jackson, on the other hand, is like head and shoulders, the, maybe the greatest entertainer ever we've ever known ever. Yeah, the yeah. only person that's anywhere close to Michael Elvis. as far as as far as popularity as an entertainer is Elvis. Yeah, he's been dead for a long time, and you st- and why people are still talking about this dude? Right. No, no, I get it, and I'm not saying that they are equal. What I'm saying is that if we're talking about top twenty-five of all time. Two people from the same family are in the top 25 of all time. Janet is definitely in the top 25 of all time. I don't know, time. man. She can't Here, sing. Here's the thing. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if she can sing. I think that she's a good enough singer, but here's what it really is. And this is all. This actually doesn't have anything to do with the Jackson family. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, who I considered my early production idols back when I was producing, mm-hmm. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis had the ability to make Janet Jackson an icon. And I don't credit Joe for her. I, j- I credit Jim- Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Um, well, by the time she was that age, you know, she she probably already had some independence. Yeah, but what I'm saying, though, is that they couldn't have done that with anyone because none of their other artists reached that level. So it was something, there was something about Janet that made her be one of the top 25 artists of all time. And I'm, I'm willing to, to stand on that one. I know you said the end, eh, but I'm willing to stand on Janet being top 25 of all time. Hey man, I'm not I'm not planting the flag and dying on this hill, so I'm not really gonna push back on that. Sure, why not? So I'm not gonna write down an, a list of 25 names and see if Janet gets in there. Maybe right. she does. I mean, we spent but, we oh, spent 30 minutes last, two weeks ago <laughs> trying to figure out the centers better than Patrick Ewing. So you're not gonna hear me this time, stuff, man. <laughs> we can't we can't anger our New York City listenership, right? To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I, I did that for the show. Right. Anywho, uh, so I don't know, man. It's a tough call. It's a tough call whether, whether if you could take it back, you should take back what Joe Jackson, how Joe Jackson went about raising that family. King Kunta, King call. Kunta, King Kunta. You can't just, it doesn't stop with Michael though. You have to look at the, you have to look at past that because how many artists will we not have because of Michael? You know what I'm saying? How many artists would we not have because of the person who was inspired by Michael? You you got to get rid of Usher. You got to get rid of Chris Brown. You got to get rid of Neo. You're like, you got to get rid of a lot of people. I get what you're saying. You're saying, essentially, he rapes, but he saves. 
Yep. But he saves more than he rapes. And I I, I, I guess I'll go with that. You're sure. not willing to separate the art from the guy? Yeah, I am. I'm just, I just, you know, I don't have to feel good about it. Yeah. Because I don't. I think that that's kind of messed up that we need Joe Jackson to be probably a horrible parent and abuse his his family to create, you know, this ultimate good for millions and millions of people worldwide and give rise to to hundreds of thousands of successful artists right. in many different aspects. It's, it just seems it just seems sad that that's what he had to do to get there, but it is where it is. Um, I don't know, man. I I want to I want to be with you on that one, but there were just so many careers that were successful because of of those people. So I, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people who don't Joe eat. Tito, you know you don't. Say again. You don't want to see Joe beating Tito. You don't want to see that. That would probably actually was probably pretty funny though, because Tito was always kind of chunky. Everybody likes Damn, seeing a fat kid get beat up. Damn. And on that note, this is now going to be the part of the show where King Kunta and Be Honest played nice. So, here's. By the way, have you noticed King Kunta? I'm doing better for your for your parents. Have you noticed that? I appreciate that. I don't know if they do, but I appreciate that. Why wouldn't they appreciate it? Shout out to the parents, the Kuntas. I appreciate. You know what? I'll, I'll pass that along. I'll. And I'll, I'll tell I'll tell my mom's like you know what he's doing the best he can he's working on it. <laughs> but but I don't have a great transition to this next part, so we're just going to talk about it. Okay. So some of you got people out there may know um, there was a bombshell that was dropped in the news a couple of days ago, and that bombshell was that current. Uh, Supreme Court Justice, Justice Kennedy, is going to be stepping down. Justice Kennedy, for since his appointment by Ronald Reagan, uh, has been essentially the swing vote on a lot of important social issues that have made its way to the Supreme Court. More recently, he's been the swing vote, the swing vote on LGBT issues. Arguably, until this last uh, semester in which the uh, the court has been uh, issuing decisions, he's someone that never voted amongst party lines. In a sense, you could call him, he was the glitch in the matrix. He was appointed by Reagan to be a conservative just, justice, and he actually, on balance, was not that. And as a result, uh, civil rights, human rights, uh, was able to move forward uh, from the 80s until now, and some decisions that made it before the Supreme Court. Right. One of the problems uh, with presidential elections is the president usually, and I say usually because in President Obama's last year, there was some shenanigans when there was a vacancy on the Supreme Court, when Justice Scalia, I believe, got called home, and his home is clearly hell. If there is a hell, that fucker's there, and and he was not allowed to appoint his uh, his replacement. Normally, that doesn't happen. Normally, the sitting president appoints the replacements when a vacancy arises. And when I say a vacancy arises, for those out there who don't know, U.S. Supreme Court justices are appointed to the bench for life, and this is one of the big three portions of our government. 
You have the executive branch, which consists of the president, his cabinet, etc. You have the, uh, the judicial branch, which is the Supreme Court. And then you have, of course, Congress and the Senate. These were the three branches that we were taught in school, check and balance each other out to make sure that one person or one party cannot essentially rewrite, change, monopolize, or turn this country into a dictatorship uh, in one electoral cycle or two. I would even go so far as to argue that Supreme Court justices are actually more important than the other two branches of government with regards to laws. I'll say that the goal of the, the the actual job of the Supreme Court is to interpret the law uh, as uh, as created by the legislature legislators. And when I say interpret the law, that could go all kinds of ways. Right. Um, in our lifetime, and in our parents and grandparents' lifetime, people of color have benefited from what's called an activist court. That's essentially when the Supreme Court decides that it has an agenda separate and apart from either the executive or the legislative branch, and it interprets laws in a way that allows for social change. Some of our greatest decisions, the Loving case, where the Supreme Court decided, uh, said that it was, it was legal for people of, of different races to marry. That was an activist court. Brown v. Board of Education. Ending, uh, seg- ending segregation schools. That was an activist court. So this is a big deal whenever there's a vacancy. And it's an even bigger deal when the court uh, is voting on things nine to four, uh, in five, four, five, four, five, four. There are nine Supreme Court justices, majority rules. So depending on whether the court is packed by conservative, a.k.a. Republican um, presidents, or Democratic, a.k.a. liberal presidents, right. your 5-4, five, 5-4 four, five, four could break one way or the other. So, Agreed. and I apologize for being long-winded, but I just wanted to get that out there up front. No, it's important. Those, it's important to let people know. know yeah. Uh, what the, you know, what the actual, you know, what the Supreme Court actually does. These are lifetime appointments. Lifetime. Clarence Thomas, I remember just like yesterday when he said, uh, let me rephrase, I remember just like yesterday when Anita Hill said that Clarence Thomas told her that there was a pubic hair on his coat. And he also said long dong silver. <laughs> and yeah, but not with saying that he got on either way. But these are lifetime appointments. And, um, and so, so in the Trump era, <laughs> Freudian slip, President Trump was able to push through already one appointment. Yep. And as I said two days ago, Justice Ken- uh, Kennedy, the probably most balanced court, uh, probably the most balanced justice of the last 35, 40 years, has, has said he's re- He's going to step down, I assume, for health reasons, and Trump will be a lot, will have another pick. And so, my fear, my concern is that it's going to be a, a very, very, very conservative pick. And if that's the case, we're going to get more rulings like we recently had on 
um, the Muslim travel ban, in which most people understand you don't ban people that you can say you're doing it because of a religion. They, they follow one religion or another. Right. But the court broke that way. The court was activist in that it went out of its way to say, don't pay any attention to anything Donald Trump said while he was running for president. That doesn't matter. We're going to try to find a neutral basis on why this travel ban has absolutely nothing to do with an improper uh, intent on the executive's part. They were activists, this time to be very conservative. Uh, I strongly believe, as do many of my colleagues, that Roe v. Wade is, is now in jeopardy. I strongly believe that LGBT rights are going to be rolled back. I strongly believe that Muslim-specific um, legislation and executive orders will be upheld by this court. And I think immigration laws are going to take a step backwards. And the thing of it is, is that even if, even if the uh, legislature becomes more even, or even if it goes full democratic, or even if there's a democratic president, it doesn't matter what the Supreme Court, the justices are appointed for life. Right. This will not be fixed in my lifetime. The balance is going to be out of whack now for the next 20, 30, 40 years. Mm. And with that, be honest, tell me why I'm being a uh, sophisticated, ivory tower, liberal, screaming the sky has fallen, and this doesn't matter. Okay, so here's my concern with your concern. Um, like you said, the appointment is for life, and we've had evidence of appointees not going the direction that their appoint the person who appoints them, I guess, wanted them to go. For instance, Justice Kennedy, he wasn't a, a Ronald Reagan appointee, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Right. And Ronald Reagan was not a very popular person among black people. Nope. So even though Reagan appointed him, he didn't really shake out. Even, and he was a conservative. Kennedy was a conservative, but he, he voted liberal on some of the big ones. Like, you know, like you mentioned, there are some... On real, most of the big ones. Yeah, he, he voted liberal. Reagan had no idea. A, a mistake, by the way. You say, what was a mistake? Since since that happened, by the way, the uh, whoever appoints the justices are they now bet a lot further than they did because of Kennedy? Because Kennedy certainly wound up not being who he portrayed himself to be to President Reagan. Doesn't matter though, because the way it works is it's an appoint it's an appointment for life. So, you know, eighty one years old. That's how old this guy is. He, he you know he, it was time for him to go. You know, it's time for him to to enjoy his family and whatever else is going on in his life. It's time. So we have to just assume that no matter what the appointment is, that that person is going gonna, is gonna to be fair and balanced. I mean, why would we assume before we, why would we assume anything else before we know who it is and what they're willing to do? Have we, you seen Trump's cabinet? That's why. Yeah, but, we, we, but Reagan probably thought Kennedy was his guy too. That's what I'm saying. No politician has used the frequent and uh, hateful rhetoric that Trump has used. What hateful rhetoric? Get out of here, man. That All of his cabinet, with very few exceptions, are what most people would consider zealots. 
even within the GOP, zealots. Trump is a class clown. He's not hateful. That's ridiculous. He's a class clown. Every, everything he says, I look at as a, as a roast session. I don't ever pay attention to, like... You're right. We should never pay attention to what the president. No, I'm says. saying I don't pay attention to it as, as as vitriol. It's not. It's just he's just he's a he's a class clown. Oh, okay. He's a right. class clown. The good thing he's we the president of the United States. Good thing we have the other two branches of government, which you so eloquently explained. Keep everything in check and balance. Where's the check and balance? Be honest. Well, of the last uh, year and some change. Where is it? I'm still. I'm still waiting on you to show me the horror show that you that you were predicting. The sky is falling thing that you were saying about what I'm seeing. The economy doing pretty good. I'm seeing the things that you're saying aren't happening. I'm seeing them happening. I'm seeing. Immigra- well, I just segue to that. So let's talk about the economy first and foremost. The first round of layoffs in connection with these tariffs, the new tariffs, are starting to happen. Did you see what the president of Harley Davidson, Donald Trump's favorite motorcycle, said about why he was outsourcing? Uh, they were now going to have to outsource because of the tariffs. Did you see that quote yet? No, I didn't. What was his quote? Basically, he said Donald Trump's an idiot who doesn't know anything about business, even less about taxes and that uh, tariffs, and that's why they have to outsource. He doesn't so, know. Any, he doesn't know anything. That's what we're. That's what we're going to go with. That's we're gonna, what he said. That's it. That was a tweet. I know that's and, what he said, but that's what we're going with. The first round of layoffs are, are starting. To, starting to hit because of the tariffs, and uh, and still tariffs specifically. As far as the sky is falling, we've got essentially uh, a, a travel ban that really isn't neutral. It's targeted at Muslim countries. If you're Muslim and we don't like you, you can't come unless you're from North Korea. Okay. In which case, you know, we recently said that the North Korean dictator is a man who really just loves his people. By the way, uh, the Associated Press, I think, posted some pictures of of activity that indicates North Korea actually is rebuilding its nuclear facilities. We'll see. I, I, from from what everyone else is saying, besides the liberal media that has continued to just try liberal to find media. to find things, what I'm saying is this: there is never going to be a situation ever that's bad that won't have to get worse, a little worse, before it can get better. It's impossible. As long as me and you have both lived. When have you ever seen something be bad and just go from bad to immediately good? No, usually what has to happen is some really big sacrifices, some hard decisions have to be made in order to change a really bad situation into a good one. It is impossible for this country to turn all the stuff around without there being some sacrifices and some momentary losses. For instance, you were talking about Harley Davidson, which honestly, if, if they outsource, then that's a problem that they may need to, to work on. Because why are they outsourcing? Did he, did he say why? Did he give you the details? Yes, the new tariffs, be honest. No, 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 no. no. Don't, don't just say the new tariffs. That's a blanket statement. Why exactly? Why exactly are he, is he having to outsource? Because Donald Trump has started a, a tariff, a trade war not just no, 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 no. Listen, listen, but also no. Our allies. I'm saying as far as Harley Davidson goes, steel. internally, why are they having importing out? steel? Okay, American steel costs more to use than other steel. Right, and, more and so, so damn what? Use American steel. It costs more. But you tell me the Harley a Davidson. Hold on, you're telling me Harley Harley Davidson's bottom line isn't making out because of all the cheap labor. Like for one, like before Trump came in, everybody was arguing about the little Indian kids making Nike Nike shoes and stuff for one cent an hour. But now, when when we're actually gonna we're gonna change this, and you have to start paying more for your shoes and your steel and your solar panels, because I saw a solar panel company. 
company saying that they're going out of business too. You're telling me now that when when we're going to turn it around and no longer are we going to uh, we're going to allow little kids to make our Nikes, you're saying, "Oh no, no, this is awful." Now these companies are having to pay more. They should have to pay more. We should be paying American steel makers to 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 make this steel. We shouldn't be outsourcing that stuff. It should be from America. That's the point. That's the make America great again thing that you guys okay, fail well, to pay attention to. Let me let me break down what you literally just said. Got gotcha. you. All of what you just said sounds great. If any of it was accurate, it's not. So uh, <laughs> as far as steel goes, right. steel is not too far from coal. I mean, those jobs aren't coming back. You go to Pittsburgh and you see the steel mills, they're all shut down. You know they're why they're, you know why they're shut down? You know why they're shut down? Magically come back on. Nobody is not magic. It's for a steel job Kunta, in America. Kunta is not. It's not magic. Don't want to make steel products. Kunta is not magic. It's not magic that they're going to come back online. What it is is we got to be hurt for a little while. We're going to have to figure this out for a little while. Yes, it means that those and Harley Davidson and figuring it out and ensuring that there is a supply sufficient for its customers is now going to have to outsource. Uh, the the manufacture of its motorcycles. It's American motorcycles. They're going to have to be outsourced now because no, they don't American have to be outsourced. Not only too expensive. They don't have to be outsourced. They don't, they don't have to be outsourced. Issue. What he's saying is he's not willing to take the hit, so he's just going to outsource to not have to take that hit. What I'm saying is American companies need to take that hit for a little while because that's what's important. What's important the is jobs are not coming back, Bianca. They have They're to come back. back. They have to, Conta. If they can be How? some, if they can be somewhere else, they can be here. Why are you, why are you telling me and pretending that if they can be somewhere else, they can't be here as well? well they there have to come back. There are no new steel mills coming online. It's not happening. It, it as far as the yet. tariffs go, it's not there are other tariffs than just steel. There are? There, yeah, there are. There are. And the problem with the tariffs is that we're now applying them to our allies, including Canada. And Canada has decided in response, they're going to raise their own tariffs against the United States 200%. Good. In, in a sense, he's now starting a trade war. Good. You know what happens when there's a trade war? People lose jobs. No. All what those happened? jobs he said he was going to create. Yep. It's going to be even less. But the thing is, idiots causing a trade war. Here's the thing: all those allies that we have have been weak as hell for a lot of years, and we've been letting them get away with being as weak as they are. So now they're a little pissed Please off. Be- tell Hold me on. Why Hold the on. allies are weak? Be- Give me a concrete example of what you mean by weak. Please. I'm telling you this. As a person who served in the military and went overseas and saw the way that we're responded to by all of these people who aren't allies, our allies have been living off of our tit for a long time. And it's been real soft and gushy. It's a lot of milk coming out of those tits. Give me an example. I'm giving you an example. They've been eating off these tits for a long time. They've been Because they've been protected in the rest of the world by our might, by our power, by our... Uh, ability to go and be assertive in these other these other regions. They've been well. We protected. That's an ally. Hold on. They are. They have had the opportunity to kind of sit back and let us go into these trouble spots most of the time alone and and hit these battles and do these things. And they they may uh, contribute a little bit here and there and say, oh yeah, we're on your team, we're doing it. But what they've uh, what they've been able to do is they've been able to sit back and just chill for a long time. And this is not related to the tariffs at all. This is just about just what battle are you talking? I'm about? talking are you about talking about the 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 unjust. Oh no, don't un- do. That. Uh, unnecessary. Don't do that. Unnecessary. Like unjust. Don't do that. War in Iraq. Is that what you're talking about? So, what, so what are these battles we're getting into that that there's that they are they're piggybacking on? What battles are you talking about? So now you're exactly like the allies. You're you've been living off this tit forever and had did, and and willing to suck suck all the milk out of it. But do you have the nerve to say unjust as well? Make up your mind. Please Make up your mind. What 
what make what what all, military all action of them, we took? All of them. Every military action. Them? Every single one. Yes. Every what single is, one. What is a requirement? So, so, so the second Iraq War. What is a requirement? That was for allies. What is a requirement of a superpower? Is for it to be super. The reason why we're the only superpower. We're is, not the only superpower. We are. Who else? Don't say China. Russia, China. Russia is not. Russia is not. China is is close. It, it's not because you said. Because last time I checked, Russia and China have all the same military devices we have. One. No, they don't. They're no, not even Russia close. Russia and China. No, they don't have, a, have larger standing militaries than we do. They have larger men. They have more troops. But troops don't mean anything in a 2018 war. Stop it. China Colton. holds the mortgage on America's house. Yes, and that's what are you and talking that, about. And that's why the tariffs are necessary. We have got to get the out from under that. Tariffs are going to do nothing to change how much money. We take from have been funneled in from China, how and how much Chinese investments there are in the United States. The tariffs can do nothing about that. China is is hoping. China is praying. Oh my God, China is, man. They are they are so they are so hoping that we don't figure out a way to get out from under that. Because you know what? If we out from under all the money we borrowed yeah, from them, yeah, yeah, they're 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 not. They want the dollar. They actually create a false drop in their money to make sure the dollar stays where it is. If the dollar looks like it's about to lose value, they'll drop their own money and they'll neg- I mean, not, um, manipulate their own market to make sure the dollar stays where China is not a good You can walk yourself down this road. Why be honest? Why, if why? I owe you a lot of money and the only way for me to pay you is with uh, a currency? Yes, because what they want to do is you yes, already agreed yes, on the value yes, of that currency is. Yes, because they're what that value drops down. Yes, you know why? My ability to pay you. Yes, you know why? Dramatically decrease. Yes, do you want to know why? Why is that? Because their biggest money maker is the export of goods to the United States. If the dollar gets messed up and is no longer the ability for them to have the cheap goods that they've been giving us then they don't get to have their biggest export. The biggest money-making thing in their entire country is their exports to the United States. That's why they're in this game, and that's why they're going to stay right where they're at, and they'll never be a superpower over us. They may be a superpower, but they'll never be one over us because they rely on us for the consumption of their cheap-ass goods. And that's what I'm saying. All of that has to stop. What about all the real estate investments? All of it has to stop, man. You got to start somewhere. And we may, we may not be able to stop the, with the real estate yet, but we have to stop somewhere. Something has to be done to, to even if it's just a little thing, we got to do the little things. We have to do them. It's going to be painful, yes. But if there's a steel mill across the water somewhere, there can definitely be a steel mill here. That's a ridiculous saying that it'll never come back and there's no way possible. If there is one anywhere, there can be one here. Here's, here's where I want to walk you down about China. So, let's go to the North Korean photo op that was just had. Okay. That deal was brokered by China. And we know that because while Donald Trump was still calling North Korean dictator Rocket Man, uh, at some point we started seeing pictures of the uh, leader of China and, and the leader of North Korea shaking hands. Okay. Shortly after that, we see the leader of North Korea cross the 59th parallel, which is the dividing line in Korea, to shake hands with the South Korean leader. Yes. Only after those things, now all of a sudden, you know, Trump starts to get a, a set date on when he's going to talk to the North Korean leader. What you don't know, or maybe you do, and you're just choosing not to disclose that to the listeners, 
is that while that deal, whatever the deal was being worked out with China and North Korea, another deal was made in which China approved building several new Trump investments in China. What does that mean? That means that the great businessman that Donald Trump is, once again, doesn't really have anyone's interest at stake but his. Okay. So this idea that we're going to be hard on China, no. <sighs> the office of the president. So you're telling no, stop, stop it. So you're telling me that because secondly, because secondly, hold on, hold on, we can't, we can't you, hold, on, just hold on a second, China. hold on a second, because you're going to get lost in the sauce. Wait a second. We have to address the issues as they come up. If you tell all your issues at once, then I'm going to forget what I'll need to say to you about that one. So you're saying, this is, this is what you're saying, that if Trump does a deal for himself, that means he doesn't care about anyone else. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's exactly That's ridiculous, what I'm though. Where, where did you get that United idea States from? did not use the office of the president of the United States to line his own pockets. What are you talking about? Every single politician ever, every single politician ever uses their influence to line their own. Every single one. Not just politicians, though. Every single person ever uses their influence to line their pockets. That's the goal in life. I'm sure you're doing it at your company. It's not all above the board with you. I had a problem with the last Iraqi war when it was revealed that Vice President Dick Cheney was a substantial shareholder yes. in Halliburton, Halliburton that yes. got most of the independent contracts. Yep. You were, what, what were you upset about? The fact that Halliburton was there or the fact that he was involved? The fact that he generated a false reason to go to war solely for his own personal profit. I don't think that was the only thing that the way that we went to war for. His own the fact that you're Donald telling me Trump that he's working out deals with China. That's a ridiculous statement. Trump processes should undercut your entire argument it that doesn't. Donald Trump's tariffs are actually going to be aimed at people who are abusing the process like China. Right. It doesn't. So not though. only is he not really targeting China anymore, he's actually started to turn on our on our allies, Canada, <laughs> Mexico. Australia, uh, Britain. <laughs> what the fuck, what, man? What have our what have our allies done for us? We've done a lot for nothing, them. What man. have they done for They've us? Done absolutely nothing. Fucking ally. Why haven't you? <laughs> What's an ally? So That's look, hold up. Uh, but listen, okay. So you're telling me he's trying to become allies with China, but no, I'm not. He's Trump. He's trying to get investments. Uh huh. For, for Trump investments. And that's all he's doing. That's what he's been doing all this whole doing year. China and Russia, <laughs> when he has that meeting with Putin coming up shortly, right. you guarantee it's also going to be tied to how to get more Trump investments up and running in Russia. Right. That's what it's about. And that's all he's been doing this whole year. That's what his whole candidacy was about, was getting him to uh, be able to have a, a, me- a secret meeting behind the first meeting. You don't think he had the ability to go to have those meetings prior to his presidency? You don't think there already juice. were Trump properties? Didn't have the juice. Couldn't get it pushed through. There were Trump properties everywhere. Trump already told you in the late 80s, early 90s what he was going to do. Right. And he's doing everything he said. Yeah. He said, if I were to run for president, I would run as, as, as a Republican. I would lie all the time. And they would believe me. It yeah. would be easy. Yeah. He won't be That's the first. exactly what he's doing. He's not the first one. Every single other politician. Like, like you, I don't understand why there's this automatic now, just vitriol. There's just this anger. Like, Trump is any different than any of these other bozos that have been sitting in front of you talking. It's just because he's a class clown and because you're told to hate him so much that you hate him more. I don't hate Absolutely him anymore. Not. Here's why. Here's where Trump's different. Absolutely not. 
you, you cannot boil my arguments down to just just you know to to just one or two sound. It cooked pretty I'm good sure to me. It, it boiled up pretty uh, good to me. Any other year, any other pres, any other president in the history of presidents, any other one, where there was a leaked recording of the president saying, "Oh yeah, I can part of myself." You know, I, I totally can part of myself for anything. Right. I can do that. I have the power. It's pretty clear I can do that. Right. I can do that. Had any other president in the history of presidents <laughs> up until this past year had said that, right. they would, if they were running, they wouldn't make it. So how come if, he, they were, if they were in office, they would get impeached. So why not him? Scandal. Why not him? I don't know the answer to that. Oh man, this is all BS. That's the that's the nope. problem. There's no there's nothing nope. substantial here. Sorry. It's the this it's is, the silliest this is, stuff. This is not this is the opposite of BS. That's this what you're angry about. That's what you're I angry think about. That your problem is is that you want this to be politics as usual. I don't. And it'll just play out. This is just a cycle. Nothing really matters. I don't wrong, think, wrong, I, I, I wrong. I never want this to be politics as usual. Because the Supreme Court has now started supporting these backwards going back in time, rolling back rights for not only people because they're of a different religion, i.e. the travel ban, there was also a recent decision the same week where the Supreme <laughs> Court attacked labor. And they said, and they essentially ripped the funding for most labor unions right. by saying that you can't be compelled to, to have part of your check go to a labor union that you're part of. Right. There is a fundamental attack going on uh-huh. right now. Right. To every single and it just ideal happened. It just that this happened. country has pretended. It all that just it happened. About. It all just happened in the past year. The past 365 days. No, no, no it's coming to a head. No. It's never been this blatant. It has never. been. It has been. It's just right now. This all blatant? The, it has, oh, no. It, it has been. It just was under. Okay, by blatant, you mean the public knew about it. It was just blatant before. But before, the liberals, because they were the ones who were in office and were pretty responsible for doing it, they were able to. to to shield everyone's eyes from it. But oh, now okay. that the liberals are saying, oh, well, this is a Republican and it's Trump. Oh. Now we're going to expose it. It's the same stuff they were doing, man. This is no different. None of this Trump stuff is, is different. Trump Trump is not a Republican. You just don't like Repub- You just don't like Trump, I mean. You just don't like Trump him. Trump is not a Republican. I know. And I would argue that he's not even a conservative. I don't think he is either. What Trump is, you know, the worst, the worst politicians, the people that you should really be afraid of, the people that mean the rest of us, the American people, the most harm are those who are not motivated by any particular ideals beholden to a particular political party, but are only and purely solely motivated for power grabs. There's Trump. Before Trump, Dick Cheney was that way. I challenge you, in any, any other politician that you can think of that has had no other thing that they cared about. What does Donald Trump care about? Don't say making America great because that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what do you believe Donald Trump actually gives a damn about? I don't know because you can't know what somebody actually feels. All you can do what, but... Okay, no, no, no. The, what do you think he said he actually gives a damn about that he has not contradicted multiple times? The difference between me and you is that you pretend to know exactly what he thinks. I don't. No, the difference between me and you is that I see the warning signs and I'm trying to make preparations. What do you, th- you, on the other hand, are pretending that everything is normal and fine and this is just politics as usual. I'm here to tell you it is not. It was never normal well, and it was never fine. Fall into this trap 
And listen, to be honest, I think these are just politics. They don't <laughs> affect your life. All I got to tell you is buckle up for the next uh, two years, two and some change remaining. Watch what this United States Supreme Court, this new super conservative Supreme Court is going to do to social rights, civil liberties. Watch how it's going to attack minorities, either people of color, uh, uh, LGBTQ. Uh, watch what's going to happen. You're, You're going to be able to see exactly You are fear-mongering. You are fear-mongering and it's disgusting. It matters it's disgusting. Whether you vote or this is whether dis- you don't. This is disgusting fear-mongering. And this is at its worst. So I'm an expect I'm an expecting your full resignation from this show if in 2 years all this stuff didn't happen. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> write it down. All I'm, all I'm saying is, Kunta, is that... No, 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 no. On, on June 28th, 2018, King Kunta agreed... Oh, man. ...that if, if after Trump... If Trump appoints a Supreme Court, Supreme Court justice to replace uh, Justice Kennedy, that there will be a series of rulings that will, that will negatively affect the lives of a majority of Americans. If that does not happen... The majority of Americans. See, and here's the problem again. LGBTQ is not the majority of Americans. Abortion rights are. That's, a, that's, a, that's a female issue. That's how, a women's How do you issue. feel about abortions? Over 50% of the population is women. How that's you, an issue that should be decided by women. How do you the feel... Only about, Supreme, the only Supreme Court justices currently on the bench who are women, Justice Sotomayor, uh... The notorious RBG. Who's that? Tom, Tommy Park. Sotomayor? <laughs> you, I, man. I'm not going to say in disrespect, Justice Sotomayor. You know I'm coming to Atlanta in September. You know how I feel about wise Latinas. You're not going to do this, be honest. The notorious RBG. Oh, man. This is funny. Those are the women. That's it. Yeah. So, how do you feel about abortions? Where do you stand? It should be a woman's right to choose. Okay. I don't believe anyone uses birth uses abortions as a birth control method. Those that do, let me rephrase. I don't believe any sane person uses abortion as a birth control method. Don't agree. I think that most women who have an abortion have a lot of have to deal with a lot of emotional horrible things afterwards. True, but that I doesn't mean they don't use hard press to find any let me Sane woman yeah. who's had an abortion or more than one who's who's just happy about it. That's not the same thing, though. Using birth control, I mean, using abortion as a birth control method and being happy about it are not the same thing. You see how you, you roll that together? You can use abortion as a birth control and then— That's the rhetoric that the, that the conservative right is I, going to But I'm talking about control. you. I asked you what you thought about it. You're not telling me about them, please. I'm asking you to tell me what you think about it. If you, and but, I told you it's a woman's right to choose. But if you believe, believe that— It should be a woman's right to choose because it's a woman's body. But if you believe that women aren't using it as a birth control method, then you're wrong. You're just— flat out wrong because I know many women who are not insane who have done that and who do that and they've you also, mean they're averaging on. uh, one abortion a year is that what you're trying to and tell they, me and they've also had they're negative multiple multiple abortions how many ab- that's how they, that's, that's how that's what they do how many abortions do you have to have for it to be one one right like what what you say you're rolling it all together now that's that's not that's not a fair argument I'm not rolling it all together you're acting like you're unaware ignorant of the fact that most abortion uh, pro- uh, proponents, let me phrase, opponents don't comment how abortion is used purely as birth control 
You, you've never heard that argument before? I'm asking, Is that really what you're telling but I'm me? I'm asking I you. I'm asking you. I wasn't. I, you you decided to throw that in there, so I'm I'm speaking to that. What I asked because you was I, how I you I was felt. taught to give complete answers, to be honest. But that's not your answer. You're talking about somebody else, so that's not a complete answer. You went above and beyond. I, hey. I was that's asking you I, how I you like felt about star, it. And I told you it's a woman's right to choose. I agree. And I told you why I felt that way. I agree, I though. Said, I said, I don't believe any sane person uses it solely as a birth control method. And then I said, I also believe I it's a woman's body. I disagree that there are, aren't women who use it as a birth control method. To me, if you, if you feel like, oh, we're just not ready for this baby, that's a birth control method. That's not what I mean. Okay. And you know that's not what I mean. I, I can only go by what you said, though. You said you give complete answers. What you said was women aren't using it as birth control methods. Yes, they are. And that is a birth control I, I mean people having abortions, as a, having abortions like they take Plan B or like they go buy condoms. Because that's the rhetoric that the uh, abortion I've never uh, heard opponents will, will say. And I've, I know that I've, because remember, for a hot minute, King Kunta was Catholic. I've never heard that. But that's, that's, that's a funny argument. because that's, it's, it's not funny. They no, it's say funny. this stuff. That's really weak. That's they, really a weak argument. On, you know, they, it's, in, it's on Fox. It's on the liberal media. Yeah. They talk about people using abor- uh, abortion as, as birth controls. It's having abortions left that's, and right. That's not what I, that's ridiculous, King Kunta. What I've heard. Yes, you're right. You're right. What it I, is ridiculous. What I've heard is that it's killing and that's what I've heard. That's what they. That's what. And then there's matters. that, there, which it, is also it's uh, murder. And I and I can't I can't I can't go against that. But, but see, here's but here's the problem with that. All, all these individuals who say, "Oh, well, it's it's murder." It is two things. Two things. First, all these wars and these uh, military action we get in. Yep. They don't have they they don't have a problem with that. Second thing is uh, they do. As far as far as as no, they don't. Who who does it? You, uh, the the Christian conservative right okay, stand is always by. supportive of military action. Stand by, because what I'm talking about is me. I'm asking you how you felt about it, and I'm oh, giving you an opinion of how I feel about it. I can't tell you how you feel about it. So you don't give a damn how I feel about you, Zay? <laughs> no, I said I can't tell you how you feel about it. I'm telling you. I'm trying to tell you, but you're telling me what some other people think. And I'm saying I asked you how you felt about it, and I was telling you how I felt about it, and you're telling me about how everybody else feels about it. No. Second thing is, so in addition to people who say it's murder, not having a problem I say that it's murder. murders, including military action, including people of color being gunned down yep. I say on, it's murder. on camera, they don't have a problem with that. And the right to life. I don't think the people don't have a problem with that. It should actually be called by these individuals the right to birth, because oftentimes after the babies get here, these the same individuals, many of the same individuals that are that are that are anti-abortion are all are in favor of cutting funding for children, for the children that that get here, for the children who are in need, for at-risk children, for children from low-budget families. Yeah. They're they're also in favor of cutting. I'm in favor of that too. So 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 it's not a right to life, it's a right to birth. Okay. So as I was saying, it is murder. But so is so is. Drone strikes and military advancement, that's murder as well. So is the death penalty, that's murder as well. So are kids getting killed by cops, that's murder as well. None of that feels good to me. I'm not pretending that I'm okay with uh, military theater being an okay way for death and abortions being a not okay. I think it's all wrong and it's all murder. Have I ever had an abortion before? Yes. That doesn't mean I don't no, feel. That, the fuck, you have not had an abortion. Yes, I have. You are a dude. No, 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 no. You're, you're. So what you're telling me then? Are you abortion shaming me? I'm telling you that I have mental, <laughs> like it didn't happen to my body, no, but it happened to my spirit. 
Is tea a spirit on the inside? Yeah. Okay. It happened in a warm, fuzzy place. That's in a warm, fuzzy place. All right, that, man. That's where it happened. But when are you gonna pour Jay Smooth then? <laughs> no, Jay Smooth is, is my guy. I don't even know what you're talking about. For him, I would make an exception. Let's have really, really, really late-term abortions <laughs> so we can take care of the Jay Smooths of the world. All I'm saying is that those things are murder. And so I understand where they're coming from. However, I don't agree that you can choose for someone else how they can handle their body and the things. It's plan B murder, to be honest. It's plan B murder? I, I would have to say yes. If there is... Plan to me what plan B is, to me plan B is like, oh man, I hope I hope I don't get pregnant. So I'm gonna take this plan B to make sure I don't. Whereas abortion is, I'm pregnant. Let me take care of this. So those are a little different, but if the baby is actually But you still said yes. Because I don't know. And that's the problem. Most of us don't know when conception murder, be honest. When does conception start? Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I can't answer that question for you. It's potentially murder, yes. The the point of Taking a plan B pill is to not allow a baby to be here. If a baby was here, then that's murder. The, the point of taking a plan B pill is to prevent the sperm from attaching to the egg. Right. Which is also the purpose of a condom. Right. So if they're close cousins, if you're going to call the not plan Not close B cousins. Murder. Not close cousins at all because a condom does not allow the sperm to ever get to the place. Plan B, it could still get to the place. And that, that pill is going to make sure that it doesn't do what it's supposed to do once it gets there. Those are different things. So now plan B is murder. Okay. It could be, potentially. I just said potentially. I didn't change no. it. I said it potentially could. Perhaps, maybe you missed your calling. What, what should I have been? A Christian? The, the Christian riot? Bishop. You need to be a bishop, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just call it like I see it. I don't, expect, it. I don't expect for anyone to agree with me and i definitely don't give a damn what christian the christian right says or the liberal left says i don't need oh, a cursing you the cursing bishop see you could, you could be that yeah that could be we're not going to agree on this at yeah. the end of the day uh time will tell unfortunately yeah. for people in the circles i run in for people who have uh some legal training who understand uh what the effect that a lifetime appointment to the highest court in the country can have right. on the everyday lives of Americans. Most of us, uh, we're on the ledge. Let me ask you a question. Let it's me- about to get real bad, real fast. A lot of things that people have taken for granted are just one court case from Mississippi or Alabama from getting from certiorari being being granted to the Supreme Court, mm-hmm. you know Texas and some other states are still trying to to broach the uh, uh, Roe v. Wade. They are just one case away right. from getting it kicked up to the Supreme Court for them to weigh in on it and say, you know what? On second thought, we were wrong. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. I I understand why you're fear mongering because you really believe this stuff. But what my question is is. What does it, how does it serve you to be negative about this? What, how does it serve you to be up in arms about something that you're not going to be able to control? The decision has been made. Trump is going to appoint a Supreme Court justice. What's worse than Donald Trump appointing a Supreme Court justice? Mike Pence appointing a Supreme Court justice. So you're right. So the decision has been made. What can be done? You must, not you personally, I understand. but listeners, everybody out there, if you think this country is going not the right direction, 
you have to vote for your state and local and federal representatives because the only way to have any hope of a check and balance is for all three branches of the government not to be controlled by the same party. It's a bad idea. Normally, usually, uh, most of the times when when the, it's, it's in this country in the last, oh, 20, 25 years, whenever the, the, the president and the House and the Senate are controlled by the same party, you know what normally happens? A recession. We've already realized it's a bad idea to let uh, one party dominate just two branches of the three-branch tree. So you must balance this out. There are midterm elections coming up in November. You have to vote. If you don't vote, you have no chance. You have no shot. And by the time it comes down to you personally dealing with the decisions that are being made by the president, by Congress, by the new Supreme Court of people who don't look like you, don't like you, can't associate oh, with you. Oh, here we go. Have here no we go. interest about these, you. Listeners, this is this is where the lies come in, listeners. He does not know what these people's intentions are. He has no idea. Oh, you're right. He's just I don't spout, know what Donald Trump He's spouting is. out more of the rhetoric he accuses yeah, Donald Trump of. That's, that's the same thing you're saying Donald Trump does. You don't, you don't know this stuff. You don't know any of these people personally. You don't know what their sentiments are. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous to say. That's ridiculous to write off people as as hating you because of how you look or whatever without knowing those people. That's ridiculous. This is the problem. This is what happens. People hear you say that and they get mad. And you know why they get mad? You can actually read the opinions of the current members of the Supreme Court. Right. And doing so, you can clearly figure out what they think about issues because they'll make it very clear. Justice Scalia, very clear. Justice Thomas, Justice Thomas... He has a, there are a few minority issues context. that he actually gives a damn about. Context. You always one gotta, of them, one of you them gotta have the context. Justice gotta have the Thomas context. is the only black Supreme Court justice. Gotta have the context. What happens but is... The only time he's ever, act, and one, actually, one of the things that Justice Thomas is famous for mm-hmm. is not speaking. So when you have arguments before the, before the Supreme Court... right. Normally, the justices will ask their questions and whatnot, talk with people. Hey, hey, lack some employment, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. Justice Thomas is known for not speaking. And so whenever he writes an opinion or he he joins or he dissents, you know, it's not terribly often. And the last time he actually wrote something emotional was a cross-burning case. And that was one of the few times he broke from uh, Justice Scalia, who's now dead. Justice Scalia was a bag of cocks. Yeah. And so so he was a racist. He was. But at the same time, um, Justice Thomas usually votes with him, except on this cross-burning case. So what I'm saying is, is simply this. You don't have to believe anything that I have said. I encourage you out there to do your research. Look at what Donald Trump has said and look at what he's done. Look at all the sources you can find. CNN, Fox, whatever. Look at this current Supreme Court justices. Look them up, and you can you can see where they voted and how they voted on things that matter to you. Right. Look at the current uh, representatives in the executive branch, Mitch McConnell. You can see what he what he supports, what he doesn't. Right. Is that aligned with your beliefs? 
Right. The answer to he doesn't. He doesn't decide no. what he agrees with or not. That's all lobbyists. That's what I'm saying. This is all. This is all a bag of dicks. You're pretending like the Democrats are going to do you better than the Republicans, and I'm telling you that there's uh, a lot of evidence. That answer is yes. Actually, no. It's not. Yes. Traditionally, it's not. And you know, I don't agree with that. You know that I feel like Democrats are really a bag of dicks because they've kept us in the mental slavery that Kanye tried to tell you about, but you didn't want to hear it because Kanye wore a MAGA hat. But what I'm saying is, is that I don't agree that Democrats are the answer. I don't agree that Republicans are either, but I don't think they're any any worse or better than the Democrats. They're, it's all the same. They're all a bag of dicks to use your word. I would never say that normally, but I wanted to return your sentiment to you. And all of You're them. Welcome. Feel free to say that. Anytime. No, I, I don't think I will, except for this show. No, you can have it. No, thanks. All of them are that. There's no, having a, a Democrat Congress and a Democratic Senate and a Democrat in the White House and a Democratic Supreme Court, doesn't matter. They're all a bag of those things that I'm you're talking about. I'm pretty sure I told you explicitly, it's never a good idea to have all you. three or even two thirds with you. one party. No, I hear you. But, but all that being said, at the end of the day, I challenge anybody who disagrees with me, fact check what I said, make your own decision. Yeah, do that okay, on the Democrats that? as well. Don't don't just stop at the no, Republicans no, no. That's that you that's hate. That's what I said. Make your own decision about anything I've yeah. said today. Tonight. Absolutely, do absolutely, that. absolutely. So listen, that's all I really want. And you know, and despite the fact that me and Bianca sound heated, we actually were worse in the Slack room. This is <laughs> the beauty of this show, which is you know, Bianca is, in my opinion, a really good human being, but he's clearly come out differently than I have on this issue. And, you know, Bionis is, is he, he's entitled to do that, as I, as I am. My goal in the shows that we do, and whenever we're not talking about nonsense or fuckery, and it'll be easy to tell, is that if I say something, look me up. And if you find that I'm wrong, hey, hit up the show, hit up the Slack room. I'm not hard to find. My goal for... For my portion of this show is to get you all out there to think and find the facts for yourselves. I would I would return that sentiment. That's my goal as well. I just want to make sure that it's, there's not just one side. I think a lot of podcasts, especially the black ones, because we are a black podcast, obviously, have a narrative that they go through and they're afraid to not say that narrative, even if some of them don't don't agree with some of the, the narrative that's out there in the mainstream, what black people are supposed to say. I think that this show does a really good job of not allowing that to disease or punish our listeners. I think that we have the ability to move along the lines and, and you know, have an honest opinion without feeling that, that, that weight. So I'm just, you know what I'm proud of tonight, Kunta? I'm proud that I said less curse words than you. And you've been saying them. You've had a lot of bags and a lot of, a lot of stuff. You, you, your mom and dad will not be happy about your potty mouth on this show, sir. My grandfather was the type of man that you didn't know he was mad until he started swearing. <laughs> so if I start swearing, that means that I'm really emotionally involved in what I'm talking about. It's not an excuse. It just happens. I hear you. Speaking of which, you know what would be fun right now? What's that? If we were to talk about random scenarios that have happened through the week and determine whether or not they're racist. Uh, let me see if I got any. Uh, let me see here. Um, By the way, my answer is yes. How about this? Victoria's Secret, yes. Victoria Secret apologizes to black woman handcuffed and accused of shoplifting while returning an item she bought. This happened in Memphis, Tennessee. 
That was Target. This is different. This is this is a uh, Victoria's Secret, and this is in Memphis. Jovita Jones, a Howard University graduate and tutor from Memphis, Tennessee, says she was a victim of racial profiling after beating. I mean, excuse me, being falsely accused and handcuffed for allegedly shoplifting at Victoria's Secret store. On Monday, Jones came to a Victoria's Secret at Carriage Crossing in Collierville to ask a sales uh, clerk to remove the sensor left on the bra that she bought earlier in the store for which she had a receipt. She left the bra at the counter and looked around the store. She was on the way to the dressing room with new items to purchase when a police officer approached her and handcuffed her. He could have asked, ma'am, can I search your bag? He didn't do any of that. He just came in and, and uh, placed handcuffs on me. He made up in his mind I was guilty, Jones told Fox 13. Cage said the police eventually removed the handcuffs after being searched and seeing that she didn't have any stolen products. Victoria's Secret has issued an apology statement and said that after investigating, the clerk involved no longer works there. They also said that they are meeting with the other associates to reinforce our values and policies. In addition, the company offered Jones a $100 Yes, $100 gift card. But she said that it is not going to take back the discrimination, humiliation, defamation that I faced in that store that day. Meanwhile, she contacted the local NAACP office who is also reviewing the case. So, King Kunta, what I ask you now is, was this racism? Well, what your story does not tell me is the uh, racial makeup of the person that she gave the bra to uh, before she went to go look doesn't tell me the racial makeup of the police officer. So I'm going to assume... Well, hold on, no. Two, two weeks ago, you said that didn't matter because the Target store clerk, well, I mean, security guard was a black guy. You said it didn't matter. So keep the same the energy. Breaks. I'm going to wind up in the same place. Okay. Uh, short answer is yes, this is racist. Because why was she identified as someone that was going to be, why was she identified as someone that was stealing? She'd already brought the bra in. She had had a receipt. I'm sure she showed the receipt before she asked them to remove the tag. That's common sense. That would be stupid not to do that. And had she not done that, the, the, she wouldn't have dropped the receipt in the story that you just read, I don't think. Right. And so for some reason, you know, this is more... The Starbucks person, uh, backyard Beck, uh, barbecue Becky, permit Patty. It's the same shit. And so to all of that, I say, young queen, get your cash. I'll love it. That's not what I said, man. Stop that. I said, is it racism? Don't do that cash thing. Yeah, yeah, it's racism. And she about to get pizzed. <laughs> Paid. Paid. I, I am and, going and, to. And you, and you uh, what I don't appreciate is the voice you used about uh, being handcuffed. Yeah. To be honest, I believe you to be a proud man. Yeah. No one is going to do that to you Dude. and handcuff you and Dude. you're going to be okay about it. Dude, it she, not she, gonna happen. she just going to be she, all no. kinds of red. The reason, be, the reason why I did that voice is because she did three shuns in the same sentence. I had to. That's Jesse Jackson. You're going to be all kinds of red. It's not going to be okay. Discrimination. Discrimination, humiliation, and defamation. Was <laughs> it racist? It was certainly racially motivated. It was the, the it was the police were called for no other reason uh, than uh, bigotry and discrimination. And I I I want to hope to find out how much money 
she gets from this, though Victoria's Secret will probably try to resolve this quickly. Well, they did. They gave her a $100 gift card. She turned it down. She turned her nose up at the $100. I mean, you know, maybe she got it better than that. She's a Howard University graduate, so maybe she got a really good job because Howard is like the number one HBCU. So maybe she has I don't a know re- why you're doing this. So maybe she but has... <laughs> I, perhaps, you know, I don't know how big this town is that she was in. That also matters. Memphis. You know how big Memphis is. Oh, Memphis. He said Collierville, Collierville or something. Oh, yeah, you're right. So that that's probably sound like a suburb, though. Yeah, so I don't know what the court system is and yeah. that's suburb i don't and i don't know if victoria's secret would know that so quickly so it'll gonna... be interesting to see how this plays out if this were in a in a metropolitan area i would say for sure she's about to get paid but if this is in the sticks i don't know okay so you didn't ask me but i'm gonna tell you anyway because you're just so caught I, up in... i know what you think what so go ahead i think this may be racism and i'm gonna tell you why wow yeah 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 i'm gonna tell you why it's, it's preposterous that she has a receipt and the girl or the guy at the counter still call the police. So either there's something really, really amiss here and this woman is a, is a, is a scammer and a very good one at that, or there had to have been some type of prejudice involved for someone who walks in with a receipt and a sensor on a bra. That, there has to be something else there. So that's why I say this possibly has the the underlinings of racism because there's no other well, out for me. You know, you know, I try to go to the out. I try to find an out. I try to find underlining whatever to, to give, a, give it an out. But there's no out here. If she has a receipt and she has the bra with a sensor on it, the, cu- the, clerk, the clerk should have never called the police. That's silly. I agree with that part. But this is going to be awkward, but whatever. The police officer may have not been told by the clerk there was a receipt. And that's maybe why he handcuffed her. But that's not the part that would be racist. I'm talking about the clerk calling the police. That's the part I'm talking about. That's that that may be racism. Very good chance that that is. Very good chance. Very good it's chance. It's possible. Yes. In the realm of possibility. Yep. Very good chance. This is a long one, so maybe we should save this one for next time. Unless you want me to just go through it. Uh, eh. Listeners, we really appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of Black on Both Sides, where nothing is black and white. And we're going to try to make sure that we get you guys a show every single week. I know that we missed you guys last time. We apologize for that. Me and Kunta are still working out our coast-to-coast differences. But uh, I assure you, we will definitely work that out in the near future. You got anything else you want to say, Kunta? I just cannot wait for another 30 minutes. No, no. As soon as we get off, I'm gonna jump, get some of this Aubrey hot fire, and uh, and and that'll be yeah. We'll open up the next show with how Aubrey did. We'll see you guys later. <laughs>